Mom life, it's worth celebrating. It's filled with opportunities to learn and grow, and we all know there will be little bumps along the way. But why not have fun and enjoy little moments as they come? I am passionate about finding ways to make the mundane feel more exciting and spontaneous. It's time we put a little more joy and happiness into our roles as wives, moms, and homemakers. I am excited for us to learn together how to add more meaning and purpose into our lives through the big five, physical, mental, social, emotional, and spiritual avenues. In a way, you could say, let's high five motherhood. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Hello, mamas. Welcome back to the show. I have so many things to talk to you about productivity-wise. We are just going to dive into all sorts of good tips and tricks to help you to just get your mom game on and be productive, be stress-free as best as we can, right? (laughs) And just get moving. So here we go. We have this incredible, amazing planner coming out and I am so, so excited to tell you about it and to get you um, pumped and and ready to want to plan ahead and um, really take action on your life and, and stop just letting it pass you by. This planner has so many things in it that are unique and different from so many planners out there. It's it's a one-of-a-kind productivity planner, and it is made just for you, mamas. <laughs> like I have designed it specifically for mothers in mind and, and, and your families, and I just really, really can't wait to show you this incredible product that we are about ready to launch. It's going to be awesome. So just a few things that I kind of want to start off um, helping you to just kind of understand about the planner because a lot of the productivity tips that I'll be teaching you are are going to be implemented into this planner. And so it's going to help you to learn how to use this planner and to really um, use it it to your advantage and help you to be more productive and to enjoy mom life more because you are letting go of the overwhelm and, and starting to thrive more in your motherhood and just in life in general. So this planner is not just your daily planner. It's not just your weekly planner, not just your monthly planner. It actually has all three combined and very few planners out there combine all three because it takes a lot of pages in order to do that. So how we've been able to do this of having a daily layout, a a weekly layout and a month um, at a glance, as well as a year at a glance. So, you know, we kind of have every single aspect of the year um, put throughout the planner we had to take the pages down from a 12 month platter to a six month planner so that you are not having to carry this huge bulk in your purse and, you know, around with you where it's just very, very um, thick. Uh, It would actually be several inches thick and over, you know, probably 400 pages or something crazy. And there's no reason to carry that much paperweight with you everywhere. It can break your back (laughs) along with everything else we have to carry in our Mary Poppins bags of, you know, some goldfish and diapers and wipes and water bottles and snacks and who knows what on top of everything that we just need to carry for ourselves, right? (laughs) So I don't want to add any more to the bag than we have to, but I do want to add the important pages and that is what's going to take us up to about a six month planner, um, probably close to, I would say maybe like an inch thick. So it's not anything crazy, but you're able to plan ahead. So we have starting off a daily um, schedule. And with your daily schedule, you'll be able to write out what your time blocks are for the day. You're going to have, um, you're going to have places to be able to put your time stamps for the day and, and the names of the time blocks that you are going to be, 
um, labeling them as. So everyone's going to have their own time blocks, their own times that they've set out for each day. And so I figured I couldn't kind of put a, I couldn't put a general time blocking thing in there because I wanted to make sure it worked for every individual mom. So I have it set up to where you get to custom design it the way that you want it, the way that it's going to work with you and your family. And it's, uh, it's so exciting. Like I, I just can't even wait to, um, show this to you. So, so you have your, your daily blocks that you get to plan out your day and your priorities and all that. And all of that starts with our spark list. So our spark list is what we've done in our free printables ahead of time. Um, in previous episodes, when we talked about time blocking and it gives you just a whole bunch of different ideas of things that you may need to do throughout the week. So anything from self-care to things having to do with your family or errands and outings, things having to do with your home, with repairs, remodeling, um, you know, laundry, cleaning, all that kind of stuff. Um, things for worship or finances or leisure and fun events that you may be planning or attending, um, personal development and all sorts of things. So as you go through the spark list, it kind of gives you ideas of things that you need to be reminded of what you need to get done that week. And from your spark list, then you go into your, your um, mind sweep. So in other words, kind of your time to brain dump. Um, I just feel that mind sweep just sounds nicer. So that's why I named it that. <laughs> so your mind sweep is where you just dump everything that's in your brain out onto paper and just give yourself a good idea of what it is that you're going to be doing that week and needing to um, schedule in so that it's a priority and you're able to get it accomplished. From your from your spark list to your mind sweep, then you're going to get into your mini list. And that's where you're going to start categorizing all the things that you have on your mind sweep into different mini lists that go under specific categories. So what errands or outings do you have to do this week? That's going to go in one list. What um, cleaning things do you need to do? That's going to go in another list. What things do you need to do for home maintenance? As in maybe, you know, meal planning, um, grocery shopping. Um, I'm sorry, not grocery shopping. That would be more under errands, but you get my idea. So we're just going to take every single aspect of everything that we're just kind of dumping out onto paper and you're going to put it into little categories. And then those categories are going to become your time blocks. And those time blocks are going to be put throughout the week of when you want to get them done. So they are for sure going to happen. Now that doesn't mean you schedule out every single hour of every single day and you're just totally swamped and can't get anything done except for the things you have to do right? We still want to be able to live life. We want to be able to thrive and enjoy some white space in our calendar and not have it so packed full that we can't even breathe. So the point of this is to find out what it is we need to get done. But also on top of that, we want to eliminate and delegate and automate things. So it's not just us having to do every single thing. And that is the beauty of when it comes to our week at a glance. So our week at a glance, we, this is something that we do in my family, this is something we do every single week. One day a week, we get together as a family and we have a council or a meeting. And we just, we call it our Sunday night prep meeting. And that's where we go and we plan our whole week ahead. And when we do this, it's a way for me to let other people in the family help carry the load. And I'm not the only one that is responsible for everything in the home because it's too overwhelming for one person to do. Nor should you have to because you're a family, right? So everyone in your family should be able to work uh, um, together as a team and everybody can come together and make things happen. And that is going to create more unity in your home as well. 
So with your week at a glance, you're going to find out what your weekly schedule is. What do you have coming up each day of the week? Whether it be school activities for the kids or um, extracurricular activities, um, you know, different talents and hobbies that they're involved in. Or, you know, maybe you have meetings or appointments for, you know, doctor appointments or things like that. All of the things that you have that you need to do throughout the week that um, kind of have to get done, you're going to write them in those in your weekly schedule. And then from there, you're going to go and do your weekly menu. And you have breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner for every single day. And as you're looking at it, you can see what your schedule is going to be like. So you know, okay, um, you know, say for example, Tuesday, it's going to be a really busy day. So that's going to be a crock pot dinner night, or it's going to be a quick and easy, you know, grilled cheese night or something like that. Or you're going to have a day where it's a little more relaxing. You're just kind of doing things around the home, maybe getting some laundry done. And so you have time to put together a little bit nicer of a meal. Um, that's also the, the day when your husband gets home a little earlier. So you're able to have a good wholesome family meal together and have your family meal time, you know, things like that. So there's so many things that you can do with this that help you to plan ahead, think ahead, and and be prepared for the week. But also, if you think about your weekly menu, what we do in our family is we let everybody get a choice. And so we assign everyone a day, and we let them choose what the breakfast, lunch, snack, and dinner is for that day. You don't have to do it necessarily like that. You can do it however you'd like, but this gives me the opportunity to not be the only one that has to choose what we have for every meal and have to plan that out because I personally don't like menu planning. It is not my favorite thing to do in the world. And if I can help, if I can help it and let somebody just kind of take over and I can delegate to several different people, that lightens my load and it helps me to not feel as stressed and overwhelmed. Not to mention when you're going to um, do all of all of the menu planning and whatnot, that's going to help your your um, family to enjoy the meals more because they helped choose what meals you're having. So, I mean, depending on how big your family is, you may have every single day of the week filled up and you don't even have to worry about planning something yourself. Or maybe you have a few days where they have planned stuff, but then a few days where you plan things or maybe plan in to have leftovers or things like that. So that's a great way to just kind of um, take a little bit of that menu um, planning burden off of you. And then from there, from whatever menu that you'd plan, then you're going to go over to the next side of the page and you're going to get into your grocery list and what your grocery budget is and um, your weekly spending tracker and things like that. So you're going to have all these things kind of all right in front of you as you're planning. And it's, it's so organized and it's so nice to have it all right there rather than having to flip back and forth, trying to figure out, you know, okay, where's my finance section of my planner? Where's my, you know, menu planning? Where's my weekly schedule? But it's just all right there. It's just, it's so convenient and so nice and just very organized. So from there, then you can also tap into um, other things that you would do during your Sunday night prep. So everyone preps differently, but something that we like to go over is also our zone cleaning or our chore charts, okay? So everyone has a certain zone that they um, that they are in charge of, and I can go more into that in a in a different episode, so... Um, just, I'll give you a real quick run through it right now, but zones are just specific areas of the home that everyone is going to be able to, um, eventually get a turn to, to do. So we rotate through them each week, each person in the family gets a zone and that includes mom and dad. So this is not just for the children. The whole family gets to participate in these zones. Um, so some zone ideas could be, um, laundry or yard work or, um, cleaning the upstairs, cleaning the downstairs, um, you know, whatever main areas you have upstairs or downstairs, um, maybe the kitchen or the bathroom, things like that. Those are going to be 
individual zones. And from there, you break down the zones into um, about six steps at least so they can get maybe one step done each day and then the last day of the week or depending on what day you want to do your deep cleaning that's when you get all of the steps done in one day and so it may be a little bit longer but it's something that doesn't have to happen every single day so you get your deep cleaning done once a week but you get your your pickup um, of toys and towels and trash and whatever it is that you have in each of your zones kind of cleaned up throughout the week. So for example, if I was having one of my children in charge of kitchen, they would be in charge of emptying and loading the dishwasher. Um, They would be in charge of clearing the table and setting the table and maybe wiping the table down. So that's just kind of a quick pickup type thing, maybe like a quick sweep. And that's kind of their thing that they do throughout the week. But then at the end of the week, that's when they do their deep cleaning. They're cleaning out the the stove and the microwave and um, wiping down appliances, um, sanitizing, you know, knobs and, um, you know, doing the sweeping and the mopping and, you know, dishes, all those kinds of things, what cleaning out, out the sink, um, all that kind of thing. So every single um, zone is going to have its own thing that its own um, criteria that needs to be met. That is going to help you to not be the only one having to pick up around the house. So every single day we have our kids, you know, they, they come home from school and they wash their hands, you know, get all their stuff unpacked from school and all that kind of thing. But before they start their homework, they do their zone checks and they just make sure everything's picked up and good to go before they start doing their homework. And it's so nice because I, I can feel relief knowing that most of my house is pretty much picked up all the time and I'm not the only one having to do it. It's so, so nice. Like it literally has been life-changing doing these weekly zone cleanings rather than having me do it all by myself. Now, let me, (laughs) let me give you a little warning though. (laughs) It does add a little bit of stress and overwhelm in the beginning because you have to teach and you have to be patient and you have to help them to learn how to do it correctly. That does not add um, stress relief. That adds more stress. (laughs) But be patient and work through it. Help them to learn how to do it. And within, you know, hopefully like a month or so, you'll be able to get them to really know how to do it. And you won't have to be on them all the time about it. And it's going to run, it's going to help family life run more smoothly. But you do have to go a little bit through some trial and error in order to get to that point of feeling a little bit more relief. So we've definitely had our struggles um, with this zone cleaning idea. But at the same time, it has definitely changed the the outcome of what happens in our home. Because when our home is clean, we feel so much more peace in our home just the whole the whole atmosphere changes when your home is clean and when it's dirty that not only adds stress and overwhelm to me but to everyone else and it doesn't it doesn't help anyone to get along and i can't do it all so i'm even more overwhelmed because i'm trying to get it all done by myself and seeing all the mess and just feeling like i i i give up you know and that's not something we want to do so if we can get others to help us and we can delegate some of these things we can help lift our like lighten our load and that is the beauty of planning ahead is you're able to find different ways to help your family to help you and we work together as a team and we lighten the load yes it's hard yes it's not easy but is it worth it totally it seriously has made such a difference in our home my children are really learning how to clean how to be hard workers how to work as a team and and realize that our home is something that all of the family should be helping out with not just one or two of us especially not just me as the mom. 
Everybody helps make messes. Everyone can help clean up. So that has been a really, really big um, help in our home. Um, along with um, chores and stuff, we also have um, things that we can plan for like date nights and family night, like a family fun night that we do um, each week or kid date nights. So um, each parent, so Aaron, my husband, takes one of the kids out a week each week and then I take one of the kids out each week. So we get two different kids that get to go with mom and dad each week and we rotate so that everybody gets a turn throughout the month to be able to go with once with mom and once with dad. And that has been really helpful too in building not only relationships and communication, but also just kind of um, helping us to um, take time to be with each individual child but still be able to be as together as a family and also for date nights, being able to be just me and my spouse and being able to um, create a stronger marriage that way. So there's been so many benefits to this Sunday night prep because it's helping us to plan ahead in so many ways that are only benefiting our family and only helping to make our family stronger and, and let go of the overwhelm. It's been wonderful. So um, planning ahead for date night, you know, you're going to plan ahead to know who is the sitter going to be? What time are you going to leave? What time do you want to get home? You know, how much do you want to pay your sitter? How much do you want to spend on your date night? You know, what, what's your budget? Um, and, and have all those things planned ahead of time. You can even, you know, um, get, get a sitter ahead of time so that you have everything planned out, ready to go. You know what's coming up. Both of you are on the same page. You both know your schedule and things just run a lot more smoothly that way. Um, okay, so we have... Also things like, you know, your needs and wants that you're going to go over um, in your Sunday night prep where you're going to find out, you know, does anybody need new shoes or underwear or socks or um, clothing or, you know, are they out of certain types of supplies, whether it be like hair gel or shampoo and conditioner or whatever it is. And it just kind of helps you to find out what it is that things people are needing or things they're wanting. Maybe they're in a sport or something and they and they need something for their sport or want something um, to help them do better, whatever it is that they're needing or wanting, that is a good time to just kind of go ev- over everyone's needs and wants and, and not really miss out on things that are important that they need. Um, you can go over your weekly goals as a family and you can also take time to give rewards out. And so for our family, we've had the opportunity to, um, focus on certain goals and each week. And as they accomplish these goals, they earn these little pom-pom balls. They're like little warm, we call them warm fuzzies. They're just little um, fuzzy pom-pom balls that we put inside of glass jars. And as they earn, um, as they make good choices throughout the week or or go towards the goal that we're um, having as a family, then the jar fills up with these pom-pom balls. And at the end of the week, if their jar is filled up or, you know, overflowing, then they get their prize for the week. And so it helps them to want to do more because they know they're getting a reward. So it's, it's a positive reinforcement for them, um, trying to go towards goals. And it's, it's been a really great thing to help them to want to achieve more in life. So there's also things that are just kind of extra and fun, like, um, vacation planning sheets in this planner where you're able to, you know, kind of write down what your destination is, the date you're going to be going, what your budget is, where you're going to stay, what you're going to do, things you're going to see, um, your, your, um, packing list and what your menu plan is and things like that. Um, and I love that because it's, it's so nice when I'm going to, you know, pack for any vacation. A lot of times we'll forget things or be like, Oh, what do I need? Or, 
um, what am I, what are we even going to eat? Like, and you just kind of need to find some type of random paper, try to write things down and then you lose the paper or whatever. But when you have it in your planner and it's all laid out or just right in front of you with everything that you need to plan for your vacation, it's so nice. <laughs> I had, um, something similar to this in one of the planners that I had and I loved having it. Um, but it was missing certain things that I really wanted. So this, I feel has really made a difference in, um, how, how I'm going to be able to plan for my family vacations or just, you know, anniversary vacations or whatever, you know, girls weekends, whatever it is that you have to plan, that's going to be your place to, you know, plan that sort of thing. Um, there's also things in the planner, like a spending tracker. So you can write down, um, you know, your different spending for each week, um, what the dates are and the budget and what you actually ended up spending and just kind of go over that in your, in your council between you and your husband, your meeting where you have just, just your spouse and you, and you go over, you know, what your finances are. And, um, you kind of maybe have like a relationship check-in and see how each other's doing, you know, or th- is there something that you need and I'm not fulfilling that need for you or is some, something bothering you. And, and you can find different things that are just kind of little problems that come up, which, which aren't anything big, but something that needs to be addressed. And you can nip it in the bud right then every single week, rather than letting it build up, fester up. And then all of a sudden you're just lashing out and just getting really, really angry and upset with each other. So doing a weekly meeting with your spouse kind of just like kicks all of that junk out, you know, out of the park and you're just able to enjoy your marriage a little bit better. It's, it's creating a better bond between you two, a better relationship, um, definitely helps with communication and helping you to know, you know, what are some things that we're kind of concerned about with our kids? Or maybe that can be also the time where you plan what you're going to do for your family council, your Sunday night prep, you know, and and talk about, you know, what are some concerns that we have with, you know, our children and how can we address them? What are the challenges that we're facing? And then you take that to that family council and you ask the kids, you know, these are some challenges we've been facing and some things that have been hard. You know, what are some possible solutions that you guys, you know, can think of to help this to be better in our house? Um, and that's another way that you can kind of delegate, you know, the the solution, the problem solving to the children rather than having to come up with everything yourself. Work together as a family and find ways to find solutions to the problems that you're facing. And as you do that each week, that is only going to help you to be better as a family each and every week. It's it's just going to build, you know, trust. It's going to build greater relationships and um, communication is, is huge. This is a great way to really build a good communication between you and your spouse, you and your kids and your family um, in general. So there's so many wonderful things about this planner and, and I haven't gone into detail on everything because there's just so many different fun pages that this is that this has in it but I just want you to know like how important it is to plan ahead and that's part of the reason why I'm designing this planner is I want moms to feel um, like they're thriving in motherhood I want them to feel like they are not in survival mode all the time and just this hot mess mom and just can't get anything done and just constantly complaining and mom life is hard, the end, like hashtag mom life. I hate that sort of thing because mom life doesn't need to be that exhausting. It doesn't need to be so hard and treacherous that we just, all all we can do is complain about mom life. There's so many things in mom life that we can find joy in and, and peace and happiness that it's just not worth it to feel like we're in constant overwhelm because there's so much more to motherhood than what meets the eye. And if we only focus on the negative parts of motherhood, which yes, there are some, and I'm not going to lie to you. It's not like it's not there. It's not like 
you know, motherhood is super easy peasy all the time and it's peaches and roses. That's not reality. And we know that. But at the same time, if you focus on good things, if you focus on the positive, that's what you're going to bring about. And as you plan ahead and prepare for the next day or the next week or the next month or year or whatever it is that you're planning for, that's going to help you to kind of resist or push away that overwhelm and that stress, that chaos in your life because you are ready, you're you're preparing yourself for what's coming up. You're not just letting life happen to you. You're not reacting to every little thing that comes your way. You have a plan, you have your priorities in line, and you move forward. You take action. So something that I love, um, which I've probably already addressed before, but if you can think of a glass jar and you have a bunch of big rocks that you need to put in there and you've got some pebbles and you've got some sand and you've got some water, a lot of times if you want to kind of live in that hot mess mom life, you're going to pour the water in first and you're going to put in the sand and then the gravel and then the big rocks and realize that it's just overflowing and you can't even fit everything in there. It's just not working and you don't know what to do. And so you just feel like you just need to like, you're just bottling everything up and then you just kind of pour it all out and the jar just falls over and everything spills everywhere. And you just feel like I give up, I'm throwing in the towel, I'm done. Like that's hot mess mom overwhelm at its worst. That's not where we want to live. Sometimes that happens and sometimes we go through phases like that, but that should not be your norm. That should be a little trying time in your life where you may have a little something like that happen where you kind of get off kilter and kind of lose your mojo or whatever, but then you get back into the swing of things and you get back on track, you get back into your rhythms and you take charge and you take action and you change the dynamic of your home and your life and your family, right? Well, if you change it up and you decide you're going to plan ahead, you're going to set your priorities straight. You're going to live in line with your core values. You're going to take the big rocks first and you're going to take all those big rocks and you're going to start putting them in the jar. Okay. All of a sudden, all the big rocks can fit in the jar, but guess what? You still have more room. There's still more white space. There's more empty space in that jar. So from your core values and all those big rocks, your priorities, okay, then you're going to take in some gravel and you're going to take in some things that you're just going to kind of fill in the cracks a little bit more. Oh, guess what? There's still more room. Then you're going to take the sand and you're going to let that kind of fill in the crevices next. Guess what? There's still more room. So then you pour the water. You pour all the water in there and it literally goes just below the surface of the top of the jar. What made the difference? The difference is you planned ahead. You thought it through and thought, if I want to get everything in this jar, I'm going to put the biggest items in first and let the smaller items fill in the cracks and then water fill up the rest. But if you didn't plan ahead, everything would have just kind of been put in in any random order, doesn't really matter, and it's not all going to fit in. And then in order to try to fit it all in, it's just going to overflow. Okay, that, that's where you hit the overwhelms. How can we avoid overwhelm? This is why we have a planner. Pen to paper is what's going to keep you from overwhelm. Now, you can't just write it down. You can't just plan ahead. You have to take action too, okay? So it comes in steps. You have to have pen to paper. First, it starts with your thoughts, okay? You, you take all the thoughts, everything that you have, which is why we do our mind sweep, and we just kind of 
let it all out on the paper. Categorize it. Pen to paper. Start planning ahead. Get together. Delegate. Automate. Eliminate things that don't matter in your life. Don't put things in your calendar that are just clutter, that are just adding to your stress and overwhelm. If it's not a priority, if it doesn't align with your core values, get rid of it. It does not matter. It does not need to be there. Okay? Make time for things that matter. Take away all those things that don't. Get rid of them. When you plan ahead, those big rocks get put in your schedule first. They become appointments and meetings and things that are important and nothing else can come in the way of them because you've already set time aside for them. You've already put pen to paper. You're already choosing to take action on your priorities in life. Okay? So nothing else is going to take over that. And you, you have the ability to move that around if you need to. But the point is, is try to keep things in place throughout the week of where you do not want something to come up or something to take over a priority. For example, date night. Every week, that should be in your calendar, at least once a week with your spouse, where you have time unplugged. You're away from your phone and your computer and all that kind of thing. You're focused on your spouse. You have a sitter to watch your kiddos, so you're away from your kids. And you have time to focus on that relationship and, and cultivate it and and bridge gaps. Um, just make that relationship important. I mean, it is, it's, it's one of the most important relationships that you'll ever have besides with your God. And that is so important to make time for it. If it really is that important to you and it really is one of your core values is, is protecting your marriage and strengthening it. Then what are you doing to make that happen? So it's important before you start planning to know what your core values are, to know what your priorities are so that you can get everything in line and put things in as they need to be to make it what you want it to be. So those big rocks have to go in first. You have to make room for things that matter. You have to make room for your kiddos, quality time with your family. You have to make room for you and your spouse. Make room for time for planning, like I was saying. You know, make time for these councils as a family or with your spouse or one-on-one with each kid. Those are really important times where you can really, really make home life better. And let go of the stress and overwhelm. To me, those are vital. And I want to make room for those in my schedule. So the first things that go in my schedule are our family fun night, our date night, the date nights with our kids, um, our scripture study time, our um, morning and evening routines. That, you know, when, when we want to wake up, when we want to go to sleep, what we want to do during those routines or those rhythms. Um, worship, you know, church. I want to make that a priority and and have that in my schedule. You know, so things like that, those are going to go into my schedule first. And then I'm going to add in the other things. So after I have my big rocks, my priorities, my core values in life, then I can fit in things that are, that are kind of important. You know, they, they may not be, um, they may not be the funnest things to do maybe, but they're really important and they need to get done. Like maybe, maybe you have, you know, some, first of all, some cleaning that needs to get done. Um, that is kind of something that you have to do in order to make your house run smoothly, right? Laundry is something you have to do. Um, grocery shopping, um, things like, you know, doctor's appointments are important. Um, you know, things like that. So you can choose what your, what your gravel is that, you know, is going to come next. Everyone's going to have different priorities. Okay. So you have your core values, you have your next, um, level of priorities. 
And then you have things, um, you know, your sand, where you can kind of fill in the gaps of things that need to get done, but they aren't necessarily things that have to get done at a specific time, but they do still kind of need to get done. Um, again, that could be your, it could be time when you run errands. It could be um, maybe, I mean, there's there's so many different things you could do. It just depends on you. That That's the hard thing is I can't really label all these specific um, rocks and pebbles and sand and things for you because yours is going to look different than mine. And it should because we all are going to have different priorities in life. So I want you to figure out what your big rocks are, what your gravel is, what your sand is. But the water, the water is, is the fluff, okay? That's the things that can fill in all the cracks. It's the fun stuff. It's the leisure activities. It's the exciting stuff that's important. And we want to have that in life, but it's not urgent. It doesn't have to happen you know, every single day, it doesn't have to happen every hour, you know, things like that. It can just fill in the gaps when you're able to. So, but at the same time, it is important and you don't want to just let it go. So, you know, it's important to spend time as a family to do something fun. Like maybe, maybe you want to go have a park day together, you know, or you want to ride bikes or things like that. And, and that's going to be different because that's going to be an extra leisure activity. That's not going to be your family fun night, your, your for sure night where you want to spend your time together, or it's not going to be your family dinner where, you know, that is a for sure core value of yours. It's important to you and it's going to happen every single day type thing. This is just going to be your extra stuff. Okay. So maybe you want to read a book, you know, maybe you want to, um, go for a swim or you want to go to the lake. You want to go to the mountains, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. You want to go on a weekend vacation, you know, all these little things. That's where your water is going to come in. All of the fun, leisure, extra stuff that, doesn't have to happen, but it, it's definitely something that makes life more enjoyable. So it's important to have it, but it doesn't come first. So you're not going to plan when you're going to go lay out and tan, you know, outside by your pool first, right? That's not going to be our priority. Okay. It's, it's not going to be, oh, I'm going to scroll through Facebook for, you know, the next two hours. That's not going to be a priority for you. I mean, if it is, then we need to talk. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, try to revamp the priorities if, if that's a priority, right? So digital things, um, you know, leisure and fun, all those kinds of things, those are going to be your water. Those are going to be the excess, the things that come when you have the time. Okay. That that's going to be, and, and like I said, it's important to make time for things like that. Don't think that you shouldn't ever have leisure and fun and things like that in your life. You need to have that, but that shouldn't be your first priority. The, the work and the core values and things like that needs to get done before the leisure, right? And again, this is going to be totally up to you and what your values are. So if your core values differ from mine, that's okay. You can, you can put down what your big rocks are. You are in charge of your life. You are the one that gets to take action and decide. So you figure out what your big rocks are, what your gravel is, what your sand is, and what your water is. And you figure out how you're going to put that into your week. But I can promise you that if you put your core values first, everything else will fall into place and you'll be able to fit so much more in your schedule if you do those things first. You know, you you can have gravel in, or sand or whatever be acts of service. You know, you can make time for acts of service for your neighbors or friends or family or whatever throughout the week. I mean, there's there's so many good things that you can do. Just make sure that it's not taking over or taking precedence over your priorities. Okay, so work is super important, for example. We have to work to make a living. You know, that, that's an important thing. But that is not a core value in life, at least for me. 
For you, it may be different, but for me, that's not a core value in my life. So if I have a work project coming up and I have something that I need to do, but my kid is begging for my attention and I haven't spent a whole lot of time with him or her, I'm going to put my work to the side for a few minutes so I can read that little child a story. I'm going to, you know, set some time aside so I can, you know, rock them to sleep or I can go for a walk with them or whatever the case is, right? Which is why, you know, I feel specifically in this scenario, I felt so important that we have a kid date night every week. So I for sure know at least twice a month that I'm spending a good amount of time with one child every single week and giving them that quality time. Now, that's not all I give them. Obviously, I try to prioritize them every single day and I try to find some way of spending time with them every single day. But for sure, just me and them alone, that is the time that I spend with just them so I can get to really know my kids and help them to know that I really love and appreciate them and that I'm here for them and I want to I build that really, really good, strong communication with them and I don't have barriers. I don't have, you know, wedges in our relationship. I want to, I want to get rid of all those so that I can have open communication with them at any point. So whenever they're, you know, sad or alone or afraid or, um, dealing with, um, you know, any type of thing in life that they can come talk to me and feel free to talk to me because they have built that relationship with me way ahead of time. Okay. That's really, really important to do that. Um, so, Taking all this kind of in a nutshell, helping us to see that it's important to prioritize our lives, to know what our core values are, and to then go forward and plan ahead. When you plan ahead, it helps so much. I mean, it has literally been life-changing for our family to plan ahead. I know what my rhythms are in the morning and in the evening and throughout the day. So I know that, for example, you know, if I don't get the dishes done right after a meal, it's not the end of the world because that's not the only time I get dishes done during the week. I get dishes done after every single meal. So if I don't get it done during lunch because things get a little crazy, it's okay. I can still get them done after dinner because it's little bits at a time. It's not, it's not a huge, massive load of dishes that I'm doing once a week and it's just exhausting and overwhelming. I don't even want to look at them, right? I actually enjoy somewhat doing the dishes now because it's kind of therapeutic because I only have to do a couple of them. Everyone in our family washes their dishes after every single meal for the most part. I mean, we're still in training with the kids, but they're doing really good with it. And I'm mainly only having to wash my dish and maybe the dishes that I cooked with. And in all honesty, it has just been such a nice thing to know that my kitchen is clean most of the time and everything is ready to go. And then whoever has that kitchen, that zone for the week, they're going to be the ones loading it for me. They're going to be the ones emptying the dishwasher for me. They're going to be the ones wiping down the counters for me and clearing the table and setting the table and sweeping. I mean, I really don't have to do a whole lot of upkeep as long as everyone's doing their part for their zone. Granted, there's going to be times where maybe the kids slack a little on their zones and they don't do their best work and they don't you know, earn their rewards for the week and all that kind of stuff. Yes, that's going to happen, but that's not going to be the norm. The norm is that these zones are going to be taken care of, that all of these routines and rhythms that we put in place are going to help family life to run more smoothly. Does that mean it's going to be perfect? Does that mean it's going to be just flawless, no problems, life is easy, the end? No. Okay, tantrums are going to happen. You're going to have meltdowns. You're going to have, um, you know, arguments or you're going to have just whatever, whatever comes up, right? There's going to be stress and there's going to be things that are going to come up. It's not like it's, 
it's going to be hunky-dory and like I said, peaches and roses all the time, but it is going to change the dynamic of your home and it's going to make it better. I mean, don't you want to at least try something that is going to encourage a life of thriving? I mean, do you, do you want to live in survival mode the rest of your life? Do you want to live in this constant overwhelm and chaos and just hate motherhood? No, like that's not what it's meant to be. We are here for a divine purpose to be mothers, to be wives, to be individuals and to, you know, take care of each other, take care of our families, take care of our, um, like be there for our spouse, be there for ourselves, right? We, we still need to make time for self-care. That's got to be one of your priorities too. Self-care isn't something that comes with the water, you know, as a leisure activity. No, your self-care, that is a priority. You need to make yourself a priority because if you have nothing to give, how are you going to be able to take care of your family? Like you have to, you have to give from something, right? You can't give from nothing. So make time for that self-care. Like go get your nails done. Go take a bubble bath. Go take a long hot shower or deep condition your hair. Read a book. Go for a swim. Exercise. Eat healthy. I mean, whatever it is that you need to do to feel like a beautiful woman and to to feel like you're cared for and loved. I mean, do that. Take time for self-care. That's that's part of your morning and evening routines. You need to get those rhythms in place. Those are so important, so crucial to help you to enjoy motherhood because you have taken time for yourself to just breathe, right? Relax, rejuvenate, renew yourself. Don't don't let that just kind of fill in the cracks whenever you can throughout the week. Make that an appointment. Make that important. Okay? If you need to go get a massage, get one. I'm not saying go spend a ton of money. You know, if you if you're in like a spending freeze and you don't want to spend any money to get your nails done or get a massage or things like that, you can still pamper yourself at home. You can do your own nails at home. You can get a bubble bath with a your favorite smelling candle and reading a fun, you know, home decor magazine or whatever it is that makes you happy. You can do you, but just make sure that you take time to self-care. It's so important to do that. Well, ladies, that about sums it up for this week. As always, I'm cheering for you and I'm here for you. I want to help you and support you to do your very best. This is your host, Kim Montgomery, and you are listening to High Five Motherhood. Thanks so much for listening, ladies, and we'll see you next time.